Yeah, I got one. What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blit Podcast. We and this bitch talking. Josh Taylor versus Tia Female Cross the Divide, Saturday, June 10th at MSG Hulu Theater. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Take your picks. Make your bets down in the comments. These are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickawin. I'm Concha, and I'm joined with. What's going on, man? It's Marcus Crime Time Penley, man. You know, we here from our boy. Got the T.O. shirt on. Yes, Take over. Sir. The takeover. The takeover, man. Live and live and real. That boy Tia Fimo, the nutcase himself. I'm for this one, man. I've been I've been waiting for this one, boy. What? Low key, like this is one of the better. Should be fights. in the big house. They this, got, yeah, they got this, that shit in the theater. This one, the bigger fights of the year for me, at least, is like skill versus skill. Like Josh Taylor, who, like, yeah, other he's not undisputed right. anymore, but ain't nobody beat him for those belts. And then you got Teofimo. I mean, I know he wasn't undisputed technically, but he he did have like almost he did have almost all them belts at one thirty five. I'm not sure if he technically was undisputed or not. Yeah, technically not because of the Devin Haney bullshit. But I mean, that's also if that wasn't really Teofimo's fault though, because I mean, Lomachenko had all the belts. It's just WBC, you know how they be, man, making shit up. Yeah, and both have featured onto the rings pound for pound list at at least one point in their career. Both are in their prime. Like Teofimo is still like what is he, twenty six, twenty five? Like he's still in his prime. Then Josh Taylor, twenty eight, I think. Like these these boys are this is a pro I think this is a best fight, not of the year, but just like matchmaking wise, like I'm gonna make a better fight than this at one forty. No. Facts, man. And I don't understand how that shit's not in the big house because I feel like both. I feel like, and then especially to be in a Puerto Rican Day Parade in New York, top ranks got loaded with Puerto Rican fighters. I mean, I feel like that shit would have sold out in the yeah, big I garden. Mean, the, the three last fights you got Xander Zayas as the co main, Omar Rosario as the third fight before that. Like, and uh, real quick shout out Xander Zayas, his first fight. At ten rounds, it's gonna be t- this weekend. So he's finally gonna get to see what the ten, ten, uh, ten rounds are. If if you need him, yeah, right. If he needs it, man, the Puerto Ricans gonna be deep, man. I was, I kind of, I was low key looking for tickets for this fight to go up there for the Puerto Rican Day Parade, but just think about didn't work it. out. Yeah, that shit's gonna be live, bro. I already know, man. The fans be popping oh, I, out. Is the parade even gonna happen anymore? You saw the New York air looking like it's like fucking. Oh yeah, that. I'm sad to even think about that, bro. That shit really might not. I don't yeah, know. I know they canceled all the sport. The Yankees games have been canceled, I believe. Anything that's outdoor sports. Uh, hopefully that doesn't affect. Oh the yeah. At all, hopefully the fight continues. They ain't having no parade then. Yeah, they ain't having no parade. Well, with the fight. It's been kind of, I mean, I, I guess it's to be expected when we're talking Tio. There's been a little bit of some drama, some theatrics. I mean, the, the security was in between them, so they couldn't really even face off at the pressers today. So, like, you seen that fat ass cop? The what? The fat, the fat fucking cop that was between them? Yeah, to make sure that they wouldn't get, get close. Yeah, bro. Common? Dude was, dude was a huge, like, Fat ass, but I'm like, what the fuck? Is that common in boxing? I don't think I've ever seen like secure, like not letting people face off before. And I've seen security, but like 
not for this one, bro. Like, I don't know. I I feel like they wasn't going to do nothing. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. They're probably was a little doing too much. Cause I feel like Teofimo just really be talking out his ass, bro. Like, he ain't really going to go out there and, like, jeopardize the fight. Like, he really be talking out his ass just to – He, he said, did the same shit with Lo- – He, he did the same shit with Loma. man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said he's going to kill Loma, though. So, I mean, I feel like this is just, bro, like, he's just, I don't know, dude's like an 80s wrestler or something. I don't know. <laughs> he said he was stepping in to kill him. Josh Taylor kind of took that a little little to the heart, and then he said he's going to he's gonna be the one leaving in the stretcher, not him. I don't know. I, I know you're how you're coming with your boy, Tio. I personally, I kind of rock with my boy Josh Taylor. I think he's the. I mean, if he if he could, Josh Taylor could take Brogross's big punches at one forty. He's already a bigger guy. I I just really think this is a good fight uh, for him because I don't think Lopez Lopez got pop, but I don't think he has pop at one forty. We saw Sandor Martin kind of easily taking his shot. Sandor Martin arguably dropped him two three times in the last fight, and Josh Taylor hits a hell of a lot harder than him. I I and Josh Taylor. It kind of is a little rough on the inside. I feel like he gets a little too rough. Teofimo mentally is not going to be able. He's going to get frustrated. He's not going to be able to stick to the game plan. And like I, that, that's where I think this really favors Josh Taylor. He's the bigger guy. He he can get on the inside, and make it kind of uncomfortable for Lopez, frustrate him. And we already know his mental isn't right. The only thing that scares me with Josh Taylor is he kind of should be fine at one forty seven right now. He he did say he did how the weight cuts affect him. That's why he was yeah, big as shit. Yeah, that's why he was leaving the division. So like potentially, you know, he could be drained and Teal could crack him or who like whatever could happen. I just I do think that will play a factor. I just think Josh Taylor is like one of those top ten guys, low key. I think he really is like that. I don't even know if that's really to say low key. I mean it sucks because of what happened in his last fight. So like that the bad taste of the Jack Cotterall fight is what's has everyone down, knocking him down. But he's still like, hey, bro, without the belts. I mean, other than Jack Cotterall, yeah, he had like both. his resume is crazy. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's like a hundred and thirty something and zero in his last six opponents. Oh uh, yeah, actually, so, man, his, that's fucking ridiculous. I got that right here. Uh, his last six opponents are a hundred and thirty three and zero. Tia Fimo's last six opponents are 154 and six. Okay, so I mean, both got a lot of experience for sure. Just Josh Taylor's snatching them O's. Yeah, he took uh he took in 2019 beat Ivan Barinchuk for the IBF belt, and then, and then in the Super Series mm-hmm. took out Regis Progress for the WBO belt or the WBA belt, I believe, and then he went up against Jose Ramirez. Took both the belts, WBA and WBC, and is the ring champion. I mean, other than that, that controversial win over Jack Cotterell, like he, you can't really say shit about this guy. I mean, he beat Victor Postal when Victor Postal only had one loss in his resume before he started losing a lot of fights. And I didn't. No, I mean, there's really not shit you can. Yeah, lose. Olympic, not Olympic pedigree, but amateur pedigree. I didn't know he had a lot of amateur fights. There's really not you can really not Josh Taylor. I mean, besides like his last performance, but like what he did against Ramirez, bro, the nasty uppercut knockdown. I think I don't know if it was a knockout or knockdown. Actually, I think it was a knockdown. They might have went twelve rounds for real. 
But like, bro's a killer, bro. He he be coming in for the kill. He doesn't he doesn't mess around. He loves to push that inside game. Um, so he's not really like the I wouldn't say he's like one of the, like the slick type southpaws. He's gonna come in there and try to bang with you like a Earl Spence almost. You got like that killer instinct type to take you out. But I honestly I feel like that uh style is gonna benefit Teofimo because I feel like he needs someone that's going to be throwing, like, pot shots at him and constantly throwing fucking combinations. And I think that's going to help Teofimo be able to work his counters. And he's not really good at leading off and, like, leading off with his jab and coming in there, like, how he began over-aggressive and getting pot, like, trying to swing in, like, some hooks and he's leaving his hands down. I saw he got dropped by, uh, what's his name, Martin or Martin? Sandor. Martin. That's right, Teofimo. Yeah, yes. He came, he came in there swinging, and uh, Sandor is a softball, too. So he was able to get that check right hook and was able to drop Teofino because he came in rushing with his hands down. And Josh Taylor is a softball. He's going to – if he, he gets more deadly than Sandor. So, I mean, Teofino has to watch out for that. But, honestly, I feel like Teofino is the more skilled fighter. I just feel like the mental aspect and – his pops and shit be fucking it all up. But I think Teofimo is naturally the better skilled fighter. Just Josh Taylor more experienced. He's been in some fucking wars. Um I don't know, man. This that shit, that's tough because like I, he's gonna walk in there. Big body in the <laughs> swing 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 his big dick around in the fucking ring, bro. Bro man, but he didn't swing big dick in Scotland, man, in front of his motherfucking face. He's a road warrior, though. He goes on the road, and ha- that's where he beat Regis. That's where he beat Ivan. That's where, like, he's low-key. The Regis fight, the Regis fight and the Ramirez fight stands out the most to me because he went, uh... And Ramirez, uh, he, wasn't he didn't stop. Ramirez was on the road, too, for him. Uh, Regis, he went 12 rounds with him, right? He didn't stop him, right? I no, can't remember. No, he went twelve rounds with almost everyone. Like he hasn't rig his his uh, one stoppage in like the last like three years is a against Kong Song, Apunun's Kong Song. Yeah, they, they, don't worry about him. So he ain't he ain't taking them out. He's just coming there and applying the pressure. Probably applying so, pressure. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the better way to explain it then. But. Shit, man, but that that Regis fight stands out because I mean, dude got power himself. So, and then he had that big swollen eye too, and he was able to scratch that fight out. That's that was a thing for me. If he could take Regis's power, and it seemed like he was putting the power on Regis, I like Tia Fima was getting kind of caught by Sandor Martin. Like Josh Taylor's gonna catch him the same ways. I just think this, but you did make a good point. If Tia Fima does go to his counter punching. I think he can have a lot of success. He doesn't see – he has to be the – like, he can't be the one that leads the dance. Because when he leads the dance, right. it, it usually doesn't help. So, and I think right. Josh Taylor is somebody who likes to lead the dance. So, maybe that does help you. And I do, like, I even – I want Josh Taylor to press Teofimo. Like, I want him to press. And I think that's going to be able to – for Teofimo to, like, show his best – I don't know, skill set. I don't know. Like, if when Teofimo, or I mean, when Josh Taylor is pressing him in the pocket, 
feel like two females are gonna be able to excel in that man, and I think he'd be able to dominate in the pocket for. But Josh Taylor is gonna punch him in the mouth in the first round, and he's gonna give George Campbell. <laughs> but that's also George yeah, Campbell's PTSD flashback, bro. That's also the worry, man. Cause I feel like I just don't want. I want this man to come out with a game plan like he did with. Fucking Lomachenko, bro. You go back and watch the Lomachenko first couple rounds, bro. Boy comes out looking fucking clean, crispy. You could tell they got a game plan. There ain't no, like, bullshit in the corner. Like, the George Cambosis fight, bro, you might as well just went out there with no coach. Like, the corner was ass, bro. They were just telling him it's a bunch of bullshit. It wasn't even saying nothing. That boy thought so, like, he I was just hope fucking that the Terminator, fight... bro. He thought he, was, he thought he was the one. They, the last two fights, I mean, like, he, his last fight didn't look too good, bro. You got dropped by someone that is not really known for power. You weren't able to uh, knock him out, so, and you're supposed to be known for power. So, like, I hope this fight is able to showcase uh, Teofimo's, like, true <laughs> boxing skill set because I feel like he's a very slept-on, uh, like, peer boxer. People sleep on that because of all the other bullshit that he got going on outside of the ring. But I don't know, man. I feel like if Papa Lopez, man, he come in that shit with a fucking game plan, or at least just don't say some crazy shit. Like, don't let emotions get into the fight, bro. Like, stop. But Josh Taylor's going to say that shit, bro. Josh Taylor's going to say something like, he's like, fucking punt. As he's punching, bro, he, he's going to get him riled up. He's going he's gonna to make Tia lose it. Yeah, I honestly I could see that, bro, because I I definitely could see Tiafimo letting his emotions take over. But I mean, also we've seen Josh Taylor also do that in fights, also letting his emotions take over in fights where he either stands in the pocket a little too long, taking unnecessary shots. So I mean, he did say he said everyone's gonna remember me in my last fight, but that's not who I am. I train like shite. I fought like shite, and. And the day it was shite. He said the same thing about Tia Fimo too. He said performing the same way. Do you do you think it goes crazy, man? I I I want to say it does, bro. Yeah, I want to say it goes twelve. But they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna be brawling, bro. So I mean, Tia Fimo, if anything, could get the KO. But I don't know if it really gets. I don't know what's over under. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I would guess eight and a half, just because of how. Tiafimo is known for, and just how how much they've been talking. I would say the overrun is probably eight and a half or nine and a half. I think it goes. I think it goes twelve though. I I I can see it going less, but I just think both sides are gonna. I think it's gonna be fight fight of the year candidate possibly. I think it gets real dirty in the trenches. I think it might turn into a phone booth fight for most of the. Fights. You see that? I see that. That fish is going to be coming in that little fucking shirt, boy, in space, man. Stop Puerto Rican parade weekend, so, like, he's going to have that extra power. The full moon's going to be on him and all that. Man, I feel like just – I feel like Teofimo can win this fight, man, based off his skills, based off his power, based off what he can do in that ring. It just all comes down to Papa Lopez and game – or, I mean, I was going to say game day fight night, bro. Like, I mean, it's, 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 if Teofimo can do what he did with Lomachenko, like, game plan-wise, it's going to be in the bag. But if he lets emotions take over, Josh Taylor's going to sit there and pound on him all day. 
you don't think that the because Tia Fimo has asthma from what I found out. You don't think yeah. that fucking air is gonna fuck with him going into the arena? Nah, I definitely could be fucking with him. I bet you they probably like keeping his ass in a in a room oh, all week. Have his ass without smoking Darth Vader mask on. Yeah, just about to be walking around like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> Tio. Oh man, Tio Fimo could be. Tio Fimo wins this fight, though, man. His resume, I mean, his resume is deep already. I mean, even if he loses the fight, he's still in there with with a uh, top. Used to be a top ten pound for pound fighter. You could still whatever argue, but I don't. That boy, think, man, if he beats Josh Taylor, I don't think this fight could have happened any sooner or later. Some people were saying like, oh. Wish this fight would have happened when Teofimo was undisputed and moving up, and Josh Taylor is undisputed. You could have had two undisputed champions fighting each other, blah, blah, blah. But to me, there isn't any bigger question marks than right now for both of these. Yeah, because both are coming off question marks. Yeah, Josh fights. Taylor, we don't know. Like He really should have lost all his belts. Uh, the, but the, the now does that mean we discredit everything else he's done up until that point? And same with Teofimo. He did the un. un- uh, impossible and beat Lomachenko. Then he's had some slippery performances. We've seen him mentally go over the edge. So like, whoever wins this fight, I think like the question marks answered for that fight. Like if Josh Taylor goes out there and beats Lopez, we're sitting here like, okay, that was a good showing for Taylor before he moves up to one forty seven. He still got it. But if Lopez comes in here and beats Josh Taylor, we're like no longer thinking like, oh, Lopez probably shouldn't be boxing right now. Not nah, like. This is the perfect fight. I don't know if there's any other fight that has more strings attached to it than this fight. And I just, like, I love this fight. It's not getting the hype. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of context to it. Like, there's good. It could make a lot of shit happen if Teofimo wins. What's next for Teofimo? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of big fights on the table. He wins this fight. Same thing for Josh Taylor, bro. Like, that shit's crazy, and what what could really happen with this man? And I feel like whoever takes the L, that's gonna be tough too. And if Tia female wins, the implications is Devin Haney is coming up, and he said he either want the Tio fight or he'll want the Regis Progross fight. And his his team has been sending out letters to Regis and them. Regis's fight actually, uh, I think it's coming up soon. I can't remember. But if Devin Josh Haney Taylor wins, he is gonna move up. He's I'm pretty sure he does moves up and does lose the weight class. Yeah, he got a, he he's a big guy, and all I, I, and all I, the. I think he's gonna bully Lopez. That's why I got him in this fight. I just think he's gonna be showing. He's gonna be swinging in that ring. I think Lopez is gonna show a good inside game, man. He's gonna be doing that Philly shove, shoulder roll, uh, uh, throwing the left. He's got to throw the lead left hook, man. While Josh Taylor's pawing with that jab hand, Teofimo's got to come in with that lead hook. He's got to be coming in with the straight right hand, the fucking killer for soft paws. He's got to be in a bit shoulder roll. <laughs> He's going to have to be jabbing with Josh Taylor because J- Josh Taylor likes to be pawing with that soft paw jab. Like, he likes to be sticking it out there. He's going to be yeah. going to the body. So, it's going to be crazy, man. I just hope Teofimo's got his, his mind right. Cross the divide. Teofimo, Josh Taylor. I'm rocking with Josh Taylor. I got Josh Taylor again, a 12 round, and he's on the road. I think he gets majority decision, even though he probably looks. I think at the end of the fight, we're going to be talking. I'm at least going to be talking probably like 116, 112. 
type of cards. Damn. Yeah. That's how I fucking um but I think it'll probably win like one fifteen, one thirteen by two judges. Some some judge that has a last name like Martinez is probably gonna be rocking with Teofimo. Uh but yeah, it, last name Lopez. Yeah, last yeah, someone with the last name Lopez gonna rock with him. Who do you got one last time? Man, I got I, I got Teofimo, man, and I got him in the like how we said I I'll say probably U D or not U D. If I can go all twelve, but I think Teofimo's gonna drop him, bro. I think there's gonna be a drop. I think Styles make fights, and I think even though Josh Taylor's relentless and aggressive. I think his style is going to help Teofimo shine a little bit using his counters and what, but I think his power, I think he's going to be able to showcase his power again, but I think he's going to get the drop. Maybe not a knockout or nothing, but I think he's going to be able to drop him at least once and probably get it in a split decision in 12, man. This is a fight that probably won't do an insanely high amount of buys. But it should do it insanely high. No, nah, I don't. It's not. It's not pay per view. I think it's on ESPN. I was on ESPN. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll be watching it then like that. I'm just. I'm just. I thought it was pay per view. I'm just saying. Like I feel like it's. It's not gonna get the admiration it should get. I think it's gonna be. I think this potentially could be one of the better fights we see all year. Nah, facts. It definitely. It. It could even be a potential fight of the year if it turns into a brawl and the boys staying in the pocket and. Con- like all twelve rounds just going back and forth. That shit could be a potential fight of the year, honestly. Yeah, like uh, uh, I can't remember what the other fight of the year was. I feel like it was just recent. I can't remember what fight we were talking about. That was the best fight all year. Oh no, we're talking about KO of the year a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago with Dun Uh Oh yeah, KO of the year is ready. But shit, cross the divide. I got the Scottish boys. I'm probably going to find some Scottish beer before the fights. 10 o'clock ESPN, Tia Fimo versus Josh Taylor. And check out the co-main event, Xander Saez. Our boy Bruce Shushu Carrington is going to be on the prelim. It's actually a low-key nice little deep card. Henry LeBron, uh, Jermaine Ortiz. But if y'all didn't know, we didn't mind telling y'all. It's been another episode of Totally Blitz podcast. As always, this is Paul Pickham Winham, Jordan Marcus Primetime Penley. And if y'all don't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers.